What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We are the Power Rankings guys, and we are here once again to power rank everything Survivor Michigan. I'm Paul, and I'm here with Joe. Hey, everybody. And we are hurtling towards the finish line. Yeah, we're at the final six. Crazy. Um, we've had a couple tough losses in the last couple tough episodes. Tough losses. Um, if we want to talk about that. Uh... <sighs> I don't want to talk about it. We probably <laughs> should. Um, twice in a row now, we lost two of our favorite Sabu Sabus, uh, two of our favorite players in general. Um, yeah. Well, we can start with Aliza, losing Aliza at the final eight. Ugh, so tough. I mean, I know. We've had, I feel like we've had her near or at the top of our power rankings lists since the season started. Totally. So it was very strange sitting down and coming up with my list without her name. I almost started writing her name just from muscle memory. Uh, I agree. But yeah, that, that episode was tough. I mean, you know, big idol play from Aaron. Yeah, totally just... weird set of circumstances. The stealing of immunity, the, the yes. idol play. Right. Just just it sort of felt like she was just doomed like it was the final destination mm-hmm. for Aliza and like nothing that happened starting with Dylan and Brady both winning immunity when right. you know they really could have had a shot at getting especially Brady out that week I and know. possibly even Dylan if it hadn't been both of them being immune right. um and so it's sort of like I think that's what's happened these last 2 weeks is like I think easily you could have made a play for Dylan or Brady last week or the week before mm-hmm. but with them both being immune two weeks in a row now it's like what are you gonna do right and i feel like um the aaron's idol play sort of like i don't want to say overshadowed dylan's move of stealing the immunity yeah. but like that was kind of the perfect setup of like you know dylan steals the immunity from brady and then brady goes like that would have been a huge moment um yeah but leave it to aaron to just throw a wrench in everyone's plans and uh She's good idol. at that, isn't she? Honestly, yeah, I think. And just the way that she, and I was going to, you know, we'll talk about this more um, in our rankings, but just like the way that she kind of handled the other side of the the numbers and buttered them all mm-hmm. up. Very radical. Yeah. Um, she sure did. I mean, she really, I, I mean, you know, I think it's so funny watching especially when you kind of are like rooting for multiple people, it's kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't necessarily want to see Brady go, but I kind of did with just how things were happening. So it's so funny when like, you know, so she uses the idol and you're like, Oh no. And then you just know that, you know, and then Aliza going, it was just, it sucked, but yeah, it's definitely, it's really funny just watching it from, from when you are rooting for multiple people. And it's just kind of like, it's almost like you can, it's almost like you're like Dr. Strange, like, Watching every, <laughs> you know, every, all the millions of scenarios that could happen. Um, you know, it's, yeah, that was a tough one. I feel like we yeah, were that's all. A, that's a great reference. Yeah, we were. That moment when he just started like yelling and flipping out at people. I feel like oh, there was man, I know. It a was lot so of people. Intense. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were probably yelling at their screens. Uh, I think it was like, it, it was such an intense moment that it like definitely, cause we don't usually see that kind of emotion, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was, it was good. Like I found it to be totally endearing. Cause I was like, yeah, like it mm-hmm. does suck. <laughs> like, right. I, I am also upset about this. Yes, exactly. So it was good just to know that someone else felt the same way. 
Yeah, totally. And speaking of Austin, um, man, brutal to lose Aliza and then Austin in back to back weeks. So two crazy. definite fan favorite characters, or at least us favorite characters. Right. I mean, Austin was the super duper fan, the Sabu yeah. Sabu loyal to, loyalist, the challenge beast. Um, yeah, that 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 was that whole episode was crazy. Just with you know not having a lot of time and. Um, Austin was close to winning that challenge as well. I think he was, he was really close. Maybe he only was in the one lead at one point. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. oh, this would be great. Um, that would have been awesome, but it was not meant to be, no, unfortunately. Not at all. Yeah. And I mean, once again, I mean, Brady really coming through clutch when he needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. Cause he's been safe. What? Three. Uh, let's see, because he won when we did, when they did the split, he was immune. And mm-hmm. then at eight, he won the immunity with Dylan and then got saved by Aaron's idol when Dylan stole it. And then at seven, won right. immunity. So this is three weeks in a row he's been unable to be voted out. Right. Which, I mean, that's that's impressive. It is. I mean, he you know, he was already like a social. So now with some immunities and, you know yeah, being safe for a few weeks in a row is definitely huge. So it's going to be, it's going to be a wild ending. And obviously we learned some knowledge um, in this last episode. Yeah, It's going to be a final two. So I yes, which is really exciting. Yeah. I think it, it definitely like changes things because now, you know, I'm sure people were thinking about, who they wanted to sit with in the final three. So now mm-hmm. you have to take one of those options out. And I think it, it's going to change up the strategy a little bit. So I think it like came at the right time. I feel like, yes, not saying it was necessarily um, predictable in any way, but I feel like that is going to have to change up a few people's plans because now, you know, if you were locked in with a three or you had a three in mind, I mean, yes, you could still get to three with those people, but there's going to be one extra vote and someone's going to not make it to the end. And exactly. I think that's going to definitely, you know, change up a a few plans. I think especially for like the Dylan, Devin, Cassie dynamic. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think that definitely is going to make, I'm not sure who, but at least one or more of them wary. Yes, absolutely. Because I think, I mean, that would, to me, it was starting to seem like that was going to be the final three mm-hmm. was Dylan, Devin and Cassie. And it was sort of right. like, there was nothing we could do, excuse me about it. And right. now it's like, Oh, okay. Well, if, if only two of the three are going to make it, I mean, especially for Dylan, he has to kind of be thinking like, man, uh, are either of these people going to take me? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. That final three immunity now could be, it could destroy people's games or it could really help people's games. So it's going to be absolutely really crazy. And especially when you're looking at like, when is a good time to take out Brady? Like if it was a final three, you'd be thinking, well, now we should take out Brady now, but now that it's the final mm-hmm. three, you're thinking maybe he needs to stay around another week or so, and then cut him when, but he's been so good at the challenges that it's like, mm-hmm. do you take a shot the first time he loses one? And, right. Or risk him, you know, running the table. Yep. Yeah, a lot of things to consider, even yeah, more than so, before. So, 
and I think it's a perfectly timed twist. Like you said, you, you were so yeah. right when you said that, because it, it really does shake up the game and shake up people's plans, which is what you want to happen in a situation like this, where you're not just mm-hmm. heading towards an inevitable final three. You know, it's not like winners at war where it's like, oh, okay, we, we can see where this is going. Like, it's like, right, no, right. we like now that it's two, it's like, who knows who could be here? Exactly. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, do we want to start at the bottom like we usually do? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, once again, we have not pre-discussed this, mm-hmm. so this is all happening live in real time. You are hearing <laughs> this as it is occurring. So, who do you have in that six spot? I have Cassie. I do, too. And, you know, I think, you know, we kind of talked about this before. I mean, I you know, she's kind of played under the radar a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. not made as many sort of flashy moves as some other people. And I think, you know, it's interesting now with this final two scenario where I feel like she probably was in a lot of people's final three plans. Yeah. So it's interesting because I was like thinking, I, I know there's definitely been seasons. I mean, my gosh, there's so many Survivor seasons whether it's fan made or college or, you know, the TV show where um, sometimes that argument comes into play where it's kind of like, I feel like Cassie's kind of like the goat of, of yes. the final six. And I don't mean that in like a negative way. It's just kind of, I feel like if she made it to the end, I, I can't see her winning against anyone else. So I feel like that's, yeah. that's kind of why we're saying that. Um, but I think it could be interesting to be like, she might, her target might actually grow now because mm-hmm. of that of her being in that spot because it's like well wait there's only two spots of three so if she, so she could get taken out at some point just as one of those things where it's like well it would just open up a spot for someone else so Absolutely. i think with you know with those kind of two things kind of working against her it would be i feel like it's actually might it, it's actually tougher for her now to get to the end in my opinion um, with totally it being agree. a final two yeah, I'm not sure there's anybody left she can beat, which isn't, like you said, it's not really a dig at her. Mm-hmm. It's just the way the game has unfolded. I mean, the only other person left in the game who doesn't really have any moves to their name is Devin. Mm-hmm. And even then, Devin has the three Sabu Sabu votes locked in. Right. So I think it would be much harder for Cat because even if it's Devin and Cassie, in the end, Devin probably gets Dylan at least, if not potentially Aaron or will in there and i i think that's the game yeah you know that's just that's numbers wise that's the end and so i just i think cassie is somebody who probably can't win against anybody left in the end and like you said now that it's a final two her path to get there is much more difficult because Mm -hmm. especially if you're i'm thinking especially if you're aaron and devin you're thinking i want to be in that spot if it ends, if somehow Dylan, Brady, Will, whoever is the guy at the final two, I want to be in that second spot sitting next to them. Or I want to be in the spot next to Devin or Aaron, whoever's talking. Right. So I think it right. makes Cassie like a lot more dangerous to their games as well. Mm-hmm. So I agree. I think having her at six is the right spot, despite the fact that Cassie 
seems to be like good. Like she hasn't really outside of like, you know, maybe sometimes she's a little bit blunt and mm-hmm. like, you know, her attitude at the rocks tribal, I think was not great, but right. also that was two months ago. Yeah. So it's like, who, who cares? Mm. You know, nobody's still thinking, I mean, we're still thinking about it. Um, <laughs> rest in peace, Andrew. I'm, I'll be thinking about it forever. Right. <laughs> but like, I don't think, I think she has gotten better as the game has gone along with that. You know, we've seen her even in one-on-one meetings with like Austin and stuff, like playing the game and doing stuff. I think mm-hmm. she's just a victim of the circumstance she's in. And Absolutely. it's not really a reflection on the quality of her as a player. It's just, it just, it happens, you know, where you get mm-hmm. into a situation and, you know, you're the GOAT. It doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad player. It's just in this particular, and I mean, we've seen it happen in all-star seasons with good players who right. became goats, you know, mm-hmm. who, who really, I mean, we saw it in Winners at War, you know, with Ben, you know, Ben had one survivor. He was a million dollar winner and he was a goat. Right, right. So it just, it just happens to be the circumstances that you're in, in that moment. Absolutely agree. All righty. Cool. Number five. Okay. This was a little bit tough for me, but mm-hmm. I put Devin. Oh, okay. I had Will in the number five. Okay. So let's talk Devin first. Okay. So it's tough. Like, I mean, I love Devin. I think he's, I feel like ever since the, um, where him and Aliza played like the double idols, I think he sort of emerged, you Mm -hmm. know, as, as a bigger player. Um, I guess sometimes like strategy versus like people's stories kind of weave Mm -hmm. into my, thought process so i was just kind of like i feel like i don't know if he has like the winning story of the final six if that makes sense i agree Um, now obviously there's still you know four people need to go so he could win immunities like blindside some people like there's Mm -hmm. you know there's definitely room for him to to create that story in the final legs of the game but um just for me personally i feel like you know there's definitely still like bigger personalities bigger players with bigger moves in the game. So I think unless he was sitting next to Cassie um, and maybe Will or Aaron, I'm not sure. Like, I, I, I don't know if at this moment in time he has enough to win. I agree. I don't know that he has the respect of the jury, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be a huge hurdle for him if he gets there. Um, but... Like I said earlier, I do think he has those three Sabu Sabu votes locked in. Right. Like, I, I really think he does. So even, even though I agree with all the points you made, I do think he's, he doesn't have the story yet. Not to say mm-hmm. it couldn't happen, but he doesn't really have right. the story yet or the respect of the jury necessarily yet. I think having those votes locked in, you only have to win two jury votes, really, right. in order to win the game. And we've seen people have really great final tribal council performances and really terrible final tribal council performances, mm-hmm. you know, and there's like, um, there is really, I think, especially if he were to make it there, you know, cause obviously if he makes it there with Cassie, I think he wins. Right. But if he were to make it there with Aaron or will, I don't think it's locked in for either of those two. Because I don't think Ben wants to vote for Will. 
So I think in that situation, Devin probably has four locked in jury votes and has to win one person. Right. Now, is yeah. it possible that Aliza votes for Will in that scenario and he goes back to only having three locked votes? Sure, of course it is. But I I just think, you know, somebody could I don't I think someone could lose the game to Devin. I'm not sure that Devin could win the game for mm-hmm. himself, but I think somebody could lose the game to Devin. That makes sense. Yeah. It's entirely possible. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Who did you have so, in your five? I had Will. Okay. I had him as my four. So that's Okay. That's good. Good. Um, okay. <laughs> you start then. What oh, I had well. Will at five because I think I, I think he's in the same scenario that we talked about with Cassie is I don't know how he gets there and I don't know really how he wins if he does get there. Mm-hmm. I just had him one spot above Cassie because I think in the extremely unlikely scenario that it's Will and Cassie, I do think Will beats her. Yeah, I agree. But um, I, I just I don't know who wants to go to the end with him because um, I, I don't I think his best shot would be with Devin or Cassie, and I don't see either of them wanting to go to the end with him. Mm-hmm. I, I just think he at this point he has played a big enough game to where people would see him as a threat. So nobody's going to take him as a goat because he has done enough to not be considered a goat. Right. But he he's not in any kind of social position right now to make a run. Mm-hmm. He hasn't won any challenges and doesn't like, I don't, what, has he even been close in a challenge? Like, is there even, because I yeah. don't even think in touchy subjects he was close. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. He maybe is third or fourth there. I could. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't, I, I, so I don't know, like, I don't see him winning challenges. I don't see him. I I just don't think that there's really any path for him to get to the end. And I'm not sure that he wins if he gets there. Yeah, I, so I just, I put him one spot above Devin, just because like I was saying before about just kind of like comparing just their stories. I feel like we'll, yeah, more of that in the end. Um, so that's why I just put him at number four. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, he, I mean, he's he's a really interesting player. Like, you know, this whole situation, I mean, that was really a big part of his, like, storyline was, like, them coming together mm-hmm. in the very beginning and then them really splitting apart and kind of going against each other. So, I mean, if he maneuvered his way through this final six and made it to the end, I think his kind of stock would go up a little bit with the jury. So mm-hmm. it's really, you know, I know we kind of say this about every everyone, but it, it'll be really interesting to see, like, where he goes from here. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, again, I think with the final two, it's like, I, I don't see anyone locking in a final two with him. No. Um, but it's going to just be like, how far does he go? Does he pull out an immunity win randomly in the next couple of rounds? Like, I think... There's a lot of question marks uh, on, you know, how far yeah, he can I go. Yeah, I think we're really, I think we're really looking at two tiers of players here. Mm-hmm. I think there's Will Devin and Cassie, and then of the people who probably can only beat each other in some sort of scenario. Right. Um, and then we're gonna move on to talk about the next tier, which are the people who can win in multiple scenarios and probably have a path of getting mm-hmm. there. Yeah, that's, um, yep. 
and that's like for me when I split up. So that's why I don't mind the Devon or Will four or five. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really matters because I, I think we're talking about two really distinct tiers of player here of the probably can't win and probably can win players. Right. Um, yeah. I definitely agree. I just, again, with Will and Ben, I keep going back to San Juan del Sur and Josh and Jeremy. And that <laughs> whole feud and the explosion of that whole thing and how it ended up like neither one of them ended up making a deep run in the game because mm-hmm. they blew up the feud too early. Right. And that's right. exactly what happened. with If Will and Ben don't blow up there at 11 and then we go to the the unmerge and they go to five and five and they both survive there and then we're at eight with ben and will still in the game we're talking about a totally different end game for both of those guys absolutely and i think we said that too a couple podcasts ago like mm-hmm. you know going into the merge it was like will versus ben will versus ben ben versus will but mm-hmm. it was kind of like there was no it was like okay once you do that then what there was no like next exactly steps. So yeah, I agree. I think, I think that happening that soon um, was a detriment to kind of both of them. So it's it's like I I, I know like this is like a nerdy niche <laughs> reference, but it's like it's like in pro wrestling, like when you have two guys like who are feuding in pro wrestling, like you don't want to put them immediately into a match and have somebody pin the other one. Yes, you want to draw it out for months and months and months. So it's interesting and interesting and interesting. And then you want to do the big blow up at the perfect moment. Mm -hmm. And I think like, I, I understand that it would be very hard to do that in the practical sense in the game. But like, if they could have like just milked this feud and kept knocking off people from either side, but not like actually each other, they would be, and if they, they were in the game right now with lieutenants, they would be in such a, a good spot, right? If it was like Will, Aliza, Austin, and Aaron, and then Ben, and Emily, and Dylan, and Cassie, like at this point in the game, they really could probably ride this to the end. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah, it, it's... Yeah, in an alternate timeline, Will and Ben yes. met up, said, let's continue this feud but really we're gonna try to work together and you know ride it out so really deep in the merch yeah but again dr Absolutely. strange did not see that that one was one of the dr happening. strange futures <laughs> so we'd have to go to like another universe to see that happen so maybe in the future who knows but that's uh, exactly what i was gonna say that is so funny <laughs> Okay, so let's Alrighty, go to so our... So now we're moving on to this second tier yes. of players who could probably win, maybe win, we'll see. Who yeah. do you have in number three? I put Aaron. Okay, I have Brady in number three. Okay. But I'm guessing we flip-flop there, yes. too, like we usually do. Right. <laughs> All right, so let's start with Aaron. Okay. Obviously, as, as we've said in the past, like her story... Again, here I am with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, her just story yeah. throughout this entire... <laughs> You're Jonathan Penner. I like this. <laughs> her story throughout this entire season has just been insane. And I think I think the one thing that, like, um, if she does get to the end, like, just the loyalty thing, you know, she wants to be mm-hmm. loyal to someone. She put her loyalty in, you know, into Emily P. She put her loyalty into Brady. She showed Brady loyalty by playing the idol on him. I think that could be... Mm-hmm. you know that would be something that she could definitely uh use if 
gets, you know, she, as we've said a million times, like she keeps getting wronged by the people that she tries mm-hmm. to be loyal to. So it's not even like she's doing anything necessarily to, for that to happen, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. it's not like she gets to the end and it's like, well, you screwed over like the entire jury. I mean, it's trying to be loyal to people and it was just, she wasn't getting that back. So I think the combination yeah. of that whole thing and um, honestly, just even just her play in this last round with just, like mm-hmm. we said, like buttering everybody up on the other side and paying for their meal and, you know, patty mm-hmm. cakes with Eliza and all the stuff. Like, I think, <laughs> um, I think that would be something that would be looked at from the jury as like, damn, like she really, it's almost like she learned, not learned, but like, you know, she was trying to give loyalty to people and they kind of weren't giving it back. So she sort of flipped it around and it's like, you know, she used that to her advantage and was like, well, I'm going to now do the same thing to you in a way and, yeah. and build up this like sort of fake loyalty and, and have the vote go how I want it to go. So, um, yeah, I could see her, you know, and you know, her against, uh, will would be really interesting in the end, but like, I feel like she beats Cassie and, her and Devin mm-hmm. would be interesting as well, like we were talking about with you know him kind of going with yeah. a few votes. But I think she's in a in a pretty good spot if she can get get to the end. I totally agree. I think Aaron's a great example of peaking at the right time. Mm-hmm. Like she really had a kind of a rough pre merge and even post merge, and then she just at that Ben boot when it's like when by all accounts she should have fallen apart. And her whole game should have been ruined and all of that. She kind of just used it as fuel mm-hmm. and never gave up and just kept her head down and kept pushing. And now she's in a position where I I love her story. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's the exact opposite of what we were talking about of like, I think she has the best story of anybody in the game, even, including Dylan and Brady. I think her story is better than them. I this might be a hot take. I think even if she gets there with Brady or Dylan, I think she has a shot. Mm. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't see know that. if she wins, yeah. but I actually think she really, really might have a shot at getting at least some. Yeah. Yeah, and if she tells her um, story, you know, in the perfect way, I think... Yeah, she could totally sway a couple people to vote her way in the end. Absolutely. <clears throat> I really, I, and, and like, like you said, and this was such a great point, is nobody can really be mad at her. Right. Because everybody tried to screw her at a different mm-hmm. point in the game. Like, and so nobody can say, well, you were disloyal or you did this or that or the other. Because her whole thing is like, everybody here tried to get me out at a different point. Right, right. Like, nobody here wanted to work with me. Everybody here had written me off. And here I am. And, like, you, at some point, you have to step back and go, yeah, you did it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah, like, you, you did it. And I think that really might be a compelling, if she can articulate it, it might be a really, really compelling final tribal council answer to give to a lot of the jury questions she's going to get. Mm-hmm. Which is to say, like, A, 
like you can't be mad at me and b i did this on my own and you know i did this on my own because none of you wanted to work with me yeah no that's you know when she has mm -hmm. the idol play with brady and especially if she ends up voting brady out in some circumstance right like where she can say she saved him one week and then voted him out a different week i I really think i i really think she's got a great story i think she beats the whole bottom tier of players even devin because as much as i think devin has those three votes locked in i think aaron could easily pick up just about everybody else maybe not dylan but i think she can pick up all the rest of the votes Mm. Yeah, that's a great point. Without much of a fight. And so I, I really, I'm super high on Aaron at this moment. Mm-hmm. Both as a character and as a player. I think, I think she's been fun to watch. And she's one of the people I'm really excited to pay more attention to on a rewatch. Mm. Like my second time through the season, I'm really excited. Because I, I, to be honest, like I wasn't paying that much attention to her in the pre-merge. Because it, it kept seeming like she was going to get voted out every week. Right, right. <laughs> like it was yeah. kind of like, oh, we can't wait till we can vote out here. Right. And now here she is in the final six. And it's like, man, like, wait a second. How did she, like, if, if you had, you know, we watched the first couple weeks of the season and then fast forwarded here and be like, oh, by the way, Aaron's in the final six. You'd be like, wait, excuse me? <laughs> with who? How did she get there? <laughs> right. Nobody wanted to play with her. Nobody wanted to work with her. And yet here she is. I love her story. Yeah, that I I agree with you on that for sure. Yeah. So and so then we move on to. Do you have Brady in number two? I did. Yeah. Okay, I figured you did, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to speak for you again. <laughs> no. It's um, okay. All right, go. So you talk about Brady. I'll, I'll let you lead this discussion. Yeah, I mean Brady's been interesting. I mean, from the very start, he's had just like a great social game. He's won a few mm-hmm. immunities. He had an idol play on him. Um. Yeah, it's I, I, you know, we've heard multiple that they would vote for him in the end. You know, whether that's true or not, we'll mm-hmm. have to just wait and see. But yeah, I think you know, I think if he got to the end with you know, like like we said, um, you know, either like a Will, Devin, or Cassie, she, he definitely mm-hmm. has it. It'll be interesting if it's him and Aaron or him and Dylan, but. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's, I feel like he's, I feel like luck has been on his side. Definitely. For sure in this season. And I think, you know, his connections have definitely helped. I mean, he's been in multiple alliances, cross tribal alliances with multiple people. So he's set up well connections wise. So it's really just going to be, you know, it's kind of, yeah, it's like, are they, is he could go in an immunity run and just keep winning immunities. So that mm-hmm. would be something. And then it's just going to be how he's going to navigate um, trying to keep his target low. And it's, I was kind of, I was going to say this when we were talking about Aaron, like with her, like they're, I, I'm, I'm assuming like a pair mm-hmm. to the other players now with, with her move on that. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering if like Aaron playing the idol, like now her target is bigger because of that. And it maybe that'll is. help Brady out, maybe skate by another round or two because of that. So it's really going to be interesting. I mean, he, it doesn't seem like he was catching on to sort of Dylan and Cassie kind of talking about wanting him out. Um, so maybe the, you know, I'm sure the stealing of the idol that Dylan did maybe opened his yeah. eyes to that a little bit more. So I don't know. I think he's set up well, but that doesn't mean. You know, 
he's guaranteed to get to the final two. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens there. I agree. I think with Brady, I think if he gets there, he wins. Mm-hmm. I don't see a scenario where he loses in a final two to anybody. Yeah. Um, but I also don't see a scenario of him getting there without running the table immunity wise and being safe every week. Right. Right. Cause I just cannot possibly imagine a world where Brady doesn't have immunity and they don't vote him out. Mm-hmm. And if they do, they deserve to lose. It, I, mean, I mean, genuinely, if there's a week where he's not safe and they don't vote him out, they deserve to yeah. lose the game. The, the, the rest of it. I mean, they just do. Right. He's, I mean, when you have people going to the jury explicitly saying, I am voting for person mm-hmm. X, like where it's not even like you have to do the math in your head to figure it out. Because we've seen before, like where people have been very, both on College Survivor and on CBS, where people have been very delusional about the amount of jury votes they were going to get. Yes. Like, but in this scenario where you have jury members explicitly saying, I am voting for Brady, <laughs> if he makes, like, if he makes it there, like, so you don't even have to assume that that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I, you have to, and that's why I had him at three instead of two is because I genuinely think his only path there is running the table. Yeah. But I also think it's a guaranteed win if he makes it mm-hmm. there. And that's what's hard. But we've seen people make mistakes before. We've seen people make huge mistakes before in Survivor. Absolutely. So yeah. I don't want to, like, I didn't want to put him any lower than three because I was like, hey, you know, if there's some weird confluence of where Aaron and Brady can somehow convince one of these other four people, I mean, probably will because Dylan and Devin and Cassie seem to be a mm-hmm. thing. But if they can somehow convince Will to vote with them and keep Brady and force rocks or do something really bananas. Like you, you just never know. But I'm, I mean, but the other thing we have to talk about is besides Dylan, who else here has even been close in an immunity challenge? Yeah. I, I mean, does I didn't, who won that first one at the Jesse boot? I want to say it was Emily P. I feel like she okay. she won, I think, two back-to-back in the very beginning. Yes. Yeah, and that's like, I, you know, and so if Dylan, like, if Brady wins at six and Dylan goes, which, again, I don't know that that's what would happen, yeah. but I'm just hypo- hypothetically, if that's what happens, Brady could win the yeah, table. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, he really, he really could. We've never seen it done in College Survivor like mm-hmm. that. Um, at least to to my limited knowledge, yeah, um, I, think, I can think of anybody that just won like four immunities at the end. They just rattled a bunch of them off at the yeah. at the end to win. The, I mean, you, you kind of have what CT does in All Stars a little bit, mm-hmm. but even then, it's not the same, right? You know, and so I I really think it's possible. It's on the table, but I think it's the only way he gets there. Yeah, I agree with that. But, man, I say that, and now I'm going to immediately <laughs> contradict myself. I'm going to argue with myself on the podcast because Brady is super charming. Mm-hmm. And all of these people seem to really like him. Like, right. there's no, like, sometimes when you get, like, the like the, the good-looking alpha jock guy, like, there's a lot of, like, resentment. Mm-hmm. Like, of like, oh, uh, yeah. Brady just doesn't seem to engender any of that. Yeah. Like, everybody seems to super like him. Right. You know, despite the fact that, like, you don't even really see Will. Like, Will's had mean confessionals about everybody else, but you don't even see Will in confessional being like, "Oh, look at 
look at Superman Brady, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> you, don't, you don't even see that. That's like, very true. Like everybody right. seems to really, really like him. And the only reason they're going after him is because they know he's going to win. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, as I say, I think the only path he gets there is to run the table. But man, he could maybe charm, charm some of these players and just go to the end and really kind of golden boy his way there and who are you to resist you know who are any (laughs) of us to resist the charm of brady making it to the end and we'll just have to we'll have to give him his due if he's able to do it yeah no i I totally agree with that i think that's something you see sometimes in these seasons where it's like the person who you know people are either charmed by or it's like, you know, they want to protect him maybe longer than they should. And it's kind of like, Oh, we'll get him out at five or we'll get him out at four. But then it's like, yeah, too late. It's too late to do it. So I feel like the JT and Tonkin teens thing of Mm -hmm. like, ah, like he's so nice and we like him so much. Right. And then it's too late. Does that make Aaron Steven Fishback? Possibly. Brady is JT. Is Aaron his Steven? That that could definitely she be. She does seem kind of like a survivor know-it-all. <laughs> she was on the podcast. She was on the Survivor Maryland recap mm-hmm. last night. That's so true. Is, is now, now I have a whole... Gosh, my mind is blown now. <laughs> I have a whole new theory about this season. Well, does that, that mean... Brady um, and Aaron are JT and Steven. Does that mean Will is coach? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now we're cooking. That's exactly what it means. Will is coach and... Oh my gosh. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> Cassie is Cassie is Debbie and Devin is Aaron and I guess that makes Dylan Taj, which I think that's works so for funny. me. Yeah, I like that. I like that pairing. Yeah, here we are. Okay. So <laughs> all right. And speaking of Dylan. Number one. We we both have him number one yet the again. Man, the legend. Mr. Dylan. Um why don't you go first on Dylan? Yeah, I mean, I think if Aaron is the example of peaking at the right time, I think Dylan is the on purpose version of that mm-hmm. of where he has, he intentionally in the beginning talked about laying low and then making his move in the right moment. Right. And we hear people talk about that all the time on reality TV all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think Dylan might be the example of executing that almost to perfection yeah. if he's able to pull it off. Right. Um, now, of course, like we said with Brady, there's a little bit of luck involved in the demerge and the remerge and the Ben and Will and all of that. But he managed that, I think, so well, mm-hmm. managed the relationship so well, was able to pick up Devin at kind of just the right moment, yes. I think. Yeah. Where was really kind of able to swoop in at just the right moment and kind of lock that in, where Devin seems totally loyal to dylan mm-hmm. like he it seems like dylan is his number one right um he's cassie's number one it seems that way um i really i love the game dylan's playing mm-hmm. i love the position he's in i think dylan is at a place right now and this is a bold statement but i'm gonna make it anyway i think dylan is at a place right now where all he has all he has to do is not make a mistake yes I agree. Socially or strategically, just don't make a mistake Mm -hmm. and you're there. Yeah. And he has enough to talk about in the final tribal council against anybody but Brady. Mm -hmm. I don't think he beats Brady in a final two, 
I think he has trouble against Aaron. Like I, I, I think he's probably like a 60, 40 favorite against Aaron or maybe 65, 35, mm-hmm. but I also don't think Dylan is going to the end with Aaron. Right. Yeah. That would be very strange. Like I, I don't, I don't think that that's really a, a potential scenario. Yeah. So I think we're looking at, I think we're looking at if Dylan makes it there, he wins mm-hmm. and he deserves it. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and I was thinking about this earlier too. Like, I feel like we're at a point in just Survivor as a game, whether it's, you know, TV, fan-made, college, whatever. I think, I feel like there used to be like a stigma about under-the-radar games where it was like, oh. Yeah. I, but I feel like now, as the game is sort of evolving, I feel like that has become more of a... Um, you know, something that you can more respectable, I guess. If like that's what you absolutely I agree. do going into it, and I think this was the season for it to work. Like you were saying, there was these big characters, there was this, you know, the drama going on, the Will versus Ben thing. I think going into a game with that strategy, it like perfectly, especially in this season with so many big players and so many flashy players. I think you know staying under that and then but also staying um likable too i Mm -hmm. think is like the perfect combination so so yeah i agree like you said i think dylan was the perfect person to to pull that off i think if he makes it to the end with pretty much everyone i think he could he could totally take it and um i feel like he's just he's been very calculating in 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 how he's handled everything and i Mm -hmm. think he would be able to i feel like he would have a really good final tribal um you know if he can kind of lay all that oh, out totally. there and kind of you know like you know we see like the fun side of dylan you know the confessionals and the jumping off mm-hmm. of roofs and in penguin suits or whatever he was doing <laughs> yeah but it's like i think he's one of those people who can like dial into the game when he needs to and like be that you know strategic player and i think if he he, if he's able to lay out his game um in final tribal i think he's i think he's got it for sure i totally agree i really think it's the steve sleesman thing Mm. like i think it's the game steve played in maryland outback almost sort of like photocopied like just that kind of super likable guy who everybody likes surrounded by a lot big um, a whole bunch of bigger characters and crazy people with kind of one big meat shield in front of him that's always going to be a bigger target than he is mm-hmm. you know and then you know i guess that makes devin nicole senti in this situation <laughs> um of like that kind of person who he can sit with at the end and say either devin or cassie right He's got options that he can say with at the end and say, yeah, I was charming. These are the moves I made. I was under the radar till I needed to make moves. And then I did. And then at the end of the day, you throw up your hands and go, yeah, he did mm-hmm. it. He wins. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, I, I love Steve Sleesman's Steve <laughs> game. I've been very clear about that. I was very clear about that during the uh, Castaways at Core mm. game that they did. Like that, I think, I, I think Steve doesn't get enough credit for being one of the one of the great college survivor players yeah. period. Um, and, and I think Dylan is 
on that track and possibly even on a better track because I think he's been very articulate about this is clearly what I was intending to do and clearly what I have now done. Right. And I think he's, he's really picked, um, he's picked very similar players to sort of align with. I was just kind of like looking Mm -hmm. back, like he, you know, him and Cassie, Cassie is sort of on the lower end of like a flashy player, a big player. Devin the same way. Um, Dylan was close with, um, it was Sarah. Um, mm-hmm. before who is another sort of like like not so I think he's picked really good allies um, I mean obviously he was aligned with Brady too and I think Brady was like the perfect shield it was like he he didn't yeah. even need multiple shields he just no. needed the one and then he was able to align with other people who were loyal other people who you know aren't chaotic players so I think um, yeah it's a very on paper it, it's a great great survivor game so yeah if he gets to the end literally with anyone i think yeah unless like you said unless he makes like the little mistake within the next the last few rounds i think he's i think he's got it yeah i think so too and i mean what a great game i mean really i think an all-time great college survivor game Mm -hmm. i think that's what we'll be talking about if he if he's able to pull this off I think that I think what we'll be talking about is one of the all-time great college survivor games. Yeah, I agree. And I think we're talking about Dylan in the in the top tier of winners mm-hmm. across franchises. But yeah. he's still gotta get there. Right. You don't get Sarah Zed. I know. Dylan, don't do it. <laughs> and I was thinking too, like it's it's mazed and confused as we keep saying. I mean, there could be another yeah. twist or two in the next I know. I mean, four people still need to be voted out. So and idol could out there. There could be something else that pops up. So, who knows? Um, uh, it's it's an exciting end game. I it feel is. like yeah. I am pumped for the. I'm pumped to see how this is going to end. Same. And I think, and, and I know it's weird to say, but I think having it be a final two. I mean, I know we talked about all, that already, but I think that adds, like like we said, an, an extra layer to it, up to the the excitement for the end game now because I agree. I love the final two. Yeah. So I, um, you know, hats off to production or whoever's idea that was, but, um, absolutely. Yeah. It's, I'm really interested to see how this ends. And I keep thinking back to, um, Sarah Z on the the podcast saying that it's going to be a very unpredictable, I don't forget if she said final two or final three, but so I'm kind of, I don't know. I mean, our whole list could be, I'm excited blown up in the next episode so (laughs) (laughs) by another another we could look real foolish yes exactly demolish our power rankings list so yeah i'm really i'm really excited to see how it ends yeah me too all righty so uh every week we like to do a special ranking to go along with uh our main ranking of the players and so because we are coming into the end game this week we wanted to do a little different it's not a ranking per se Mm -hmm. But we wanted to go uh, player by player and do a most memorable moment. So um, usually when you get down to the final six, final five um, of Survivor, they kind of do that montage and flash through like, you know, oh, here's what happened and here's what made this player and here's how they got there or whatever. And so we wanted to do the podcasty version of that <laughs> and say, all right, so go player by player and say, what what would be the highlight of their montage? What's their big moment that we're going to remember for a mm-hmm. while? So do we want to start from the bottom again and start with Cassie? Yeah, let's do that. 
Okay, Cassie's big moment. Do you want me to go first? Oh, okay. yeah. I, yeah, you definitely <laughs> can. This is, uh, for people who don't know, we are recording this in real time. So everything you're hearing is totally off the cuff, including these pauses. That's funny. Yeah, go ahead. Cassie's big so, moment. I kind of just like, so I did my power rankings list and then I did this kind of second and it was just kind of like, uh-huh. I, I didn't want to spend a lot of time on it. I kind of was just like, I, I looked at their name and I was just like, what do I just remember the most? So I put mm-hmm. just everything that happened in the episode with the rocks tribal. I think, you know, yes, I did Cassie the same thing and Chloe sort of emerging as like the mean girls. I'm putting that in quotes. <laughs> yes. Um, just, you know, <laughs> some of their comments, you know, I think she was the one that, um, Put the timer. Um, yeah, she was like, "Okay, we only, you know, that they had that much time left." I think, you know, that was that's definitely something that's most memorable for Cassie is just that whole entire experience. You know, the two tribes just like not willing to work together, and um, yeah, I think that's that's what I came up with. What about you? I think that's exactly what you walk away with when you think of Chloe, which is sort of like Cassie. She has been a better player or Cassie. <laughs> Cassie. Um, which, like I was going to say, she's been a better player than that. Like yeah. She's in the final six. Right. And, like, you know, she's made it here. She's done things. But, like, when you think of Cassie this season, you're going to think of the Rocks tribal mm-hmm. and everything that went down there. Especially because, like, poor Andrew and, like, the way he went out and all of that. Like, it wasn't even, like, there were definitely jabs being thrown on both sides. Right. But because you're so aligned with Andrew and you're so rooting for him in particular in that situation that when it goes down, it just cements this villain, you know, college survivor heroes versus villains (laughs) spot for Cassie, for sure. Not, again... To clarify, not a real-life villain. We're sure she's a lovely person. But on screen, Mm character-wise, College Survivor Heroes versus Villains. (laughs) All right. So for uh, Will, um, I think with Will, there's it's hard to think of a moment because you think so much of this Ben and Mm -hmm. Will thing. Um. But I and see, I was I, I struggled with this because I, I went through a bunch of of different scenarios with this of what I think is the I think Will crying is the oh. signature moment that I thought of when I thought of Will. Cause I just the thing I like about Will is that he is this very emotions right at the surface kind of player. Mm-hmm. And so we've seen him laugh, cry, yell, scream, fight argue we've seen him do everything and i just think that moment of him just like clearly just being overwhelmed and crying i think is really a lot of the will game summed up of just he has played so hard for 70 something days Mm -hmm. (laughs) like just nonstop at 80 miles an hour for 70 days that just he is right there so i i i went with that Okay, I like that. Um, and I thought of this just as you were talking, like, will motions instead of emotions, will motions. Just yes. because, like, yes. we've, like you said, we've seen literally every emotion you could pr- probably in the dictionary come from mm-hmm. will. And I think, um, I think it also kind of just shows, like, I don't want to say, like, the toll that it takes, but 
he's definitely given us like every angle of you know playing this game while being in school while yes. while being friends with these people and having to vote them out i mean we've seen every sort of you know aspect of that so i think it's actually been i like that because you don't see that very often mm-hmm. i feel like um and of course we love that he's like a little bit older so i feel like we yeah, can relate course. to him on that level um so i just wrote and i guess this kind of goes along with this i just wrote confessionals i just feel like yeah will i i feel like there's someone out there on twitter that's doing a confessional account but he has to have the most at this point oh, yeah. because i feel like his confessionals have been great. I hope someone somewhere in someday just takes all of his confessionals and puts them into just one <laughs> long episode because I feel like that would be yes. like the most will emotional roller coaster that we could ever go on. Oh but, man. Um yeah, he's just provided so much entertainment just in his confessionals and that's just what I think of. Like I can't even pick out one specific moment. I mean, like you said, he's yes. laughed, he's cried, he's yelled, he's cursed, he's in his car, he's he's everywhere. I feel like he's filmed the <laughs> confessional in, uh, like in every corner of of campus. Um, yes. So yeah, I think he he will definitely be um, a very memorable player, regardless of what happens in these. Last- um, just what a big character, you know, I and think- what a big player. The, the point that you bring up, I think, is so great with Will is like so often, especially in College Survivor, it's sort of like, OK, we set up the camera. We're recording. Like, what was it from last season? Like, hey, this is Mike. It's 730 on a Friday. I'm recording a <laughs> confessional. Like with Will, you get the idea that like we are just seeing Will's life. Yes. Like it feels like Survivor. Like there is just a camera on Will 24 mm-hmm. seven. There is nothing performative about it. There is nothing stilted or staged or scripted about it at all. We are seeing will it. Like, <laughs> like just the absolute stream of consciousness out of his very soul in confessional. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think for a reality TV contestant, what more could you really ask for right. than to just have somebody who is just genuinely giving you unfiltered thoughts? Yes. I totally agree. So, yay for yeah, Will. Yeah, we love Will. Alrighty, so uh, we have Devin next. What is your Devin moment? I put um, the fake idol play. Yes. I feel like that was sort of like, it was like, it was like, welcome to the game, Devin. Like, that was his, yes. you know, emerging episode. Um, I feel like he played that really well with Eliza. I think that was, you know, that's definitely something that I think of the most when I think of Devin. Was that the same tribal where he was drinking the beer? Or was that a different one? Yes. It was. Okay. No, that's the same one. Yeah. So just that no, whole. No, no, no. That whole tribal. Is that the same one? I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It would have to be. Whereas the Yeah. Because I guess they were like, either we yeah. go home or we, you know, yeah. this works out. So, yeah. I thought that was a great moment. It kind of just like brought him into the more forefront of the game for me as a player. So that's what I went with. I totally agree. I totally agree. I think that was the first moment we started considering him mm-hmm. and being like, oh, like, yeah, Devin is a Devin is a player. Devin is here. Devin is ready to go. And then from there, it was like, um, oh, like he's doing stuff. Like right. we're noticing more of him doing stuff. I also was like um, him and Brady or excuse me, him and Dylan mm. sort of forming yes. that twosome yep. of being like, I think was also the good Devin moment mm-hmm. of like, yeah, he's playing. 
Like, I don't know that he's really like, and even some of the stuff in confessional with Sabu Sabu people, like you're like, yeah, Dylan is, these people like Dylan. Like, Dylan's doing okay. You know, it, it took him from being kind of that invisible edit to sort of that under the radar. edit. Yes. So I, I, I totally agree. I think him with the PBR playing the fake idol was the, the welcome to the game. Devin, mm-hmm. definitely that signature moment. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so Brady, this was sort of tough <laughs> um, because I think, you know, <laughs> I think there's, I mean, specifically one thing you think about Brady in particular when you think of, of him, I don't, is that his signature thing? Is that what we're going to be thinking about Brady when we think about like five years from now? Like remember so, the guy who never wore a shirt in confessional? Well, you know, it's funny. When Han just started writing, I, I, I it was like, <laughs> you know yes and it just put shirtless confessionals and i'm like is that yes is that it is that all? <laughs> it's true um, I, yeah i mean yeah i did I, do i, I, I did I, put slash social game so i wanted to throw that yes. in there that like he has had a really good social game but shirtless confessionals i mean whatever it's no one's mad about it so i'm sure brady i mean would take that in stride anyway so that's what I put. <laughs> he seems like he seems like the kind of person who would appreciate right. that. So, like, but not ju- not to be just thirsty on the <laughs> podcast, like not to be just solely thirsty. I did also put the um, balloons immunity because mm. it or, or not the not the balloons immunity. The what's the one he won with Austin? The the holding the egg. Yes, with the, the demerge immunity. Yeah, the demerge immunity. <laughs> challenge because it was because we had sort of up to that point been making fun of him for like being this side of kind of shirtless dude bro alpha <laughs> who couldn't win an immunity challenge yeah. and then all of a sudden he wins an immunity challenge and he hasn't lost one mm. since so i think i think that was a turning point for him of like you know like we said if he's able to mike holloway it and run the right. table and go to the end that will be like that big montage moment of like it all turned around when Brady defeated the reigning challenge beast mm-hmm. Austin um, and, and was able to be there. And then from then on went and won with Dylan and the balloons popping and then touchy subjects and so on right. and so forth. So yeah. So uh, that's what I'll be thinking of when I think of Brady in the future <laughs> is that, that holding the ball immunity challenge. Yes. Definitely what we'll be thinking of <laughs> when we think of Brady. Oh, we're going to get tweets about this show. <laughs> hey, it's been a long quarantine. We're going to get tweets about it's this. It's been a long quarantine. It's been a long quarantine. So you got to take what you can get, right? Yes. <laughs> We're going to get tweets about this. Um, this is, <laughs> I'm moving on. Yes. Uh, moving on to Aaron. Okay. So the, the first thing I wrote was just the burgers, which I'm sure is something she probably <laughs> doesn't want to be her. And I'm, I'm not necessarily saying yes. that's her best moment, but it was just almost like, just something like looking back on that was just so funny. Um, it was such a weird, funny moment. I totally yeah. It's agree. like I feel like you don't see that a lot in in the in mm-hmm. in uh, College Survivor. But um, I don't know. It was like she was just trying to be like nice and helpful and cook a nice meal and um, just ser- <laughs> serving rare burgers. I don't. So I'm vegetarian. So maybe I was like mo- more put off oh, by that. Okay. Than, some people, but <laughs> yes. I, I've act, before I was vegetarian, I've actually been in a similar situation where um, my family went to, I don't know, it was like a picnic, some family friend of ours, and um, they were mm-hmm. grilling burgers and they literally put them 
on the plate in front of us and they were still like bleeding. Like that's how they, I don't, we were like, mm. how does this even, so I think it, maybe I was just like traumatized by that. So seeing that happen, okay. again, I was just like, oh no, I've definitely been there. Um, but I think it was just like a funny moment and like Will is sitting there, yes. you know, powering through it. And um, I don't know, again, I'm not saying that's her best moment, of course, but I think that was just a funny yes. moment that I wanted to kind of touch on again. And I did give her another one. I just threw in um, faking out Sabu Sabu, you know, in this last episode, or I'm sorry, two episodes ago, you know, her uh, buttering them up and, and making that move. I think that was definitely, as far as like a game, yes. you know, that's definitely what I would think of is that and then playing the idol on Brady. But I wanted to throw the, the burgers in there too, because I thought that was funny. <laughs> yes, that is super funny. Um, Actually, mine was a more recent thing too. I think this week, um, my Aaron... Um, move was also from this episode and it's the when will gets the information her basically like grabbing will oh, and yeah. pulling him aside and being like what is that i think it's the first time we ever saw aaron as like aaron is in charge mm-hmm. like aaron is in control yeah and it, and it was really like such a good fun moment to see with her to be like i think Ar- like i think aaron has a lot of power mm. in this game i think she is in the exact right spot right now and to me, it was the first time that instead of being like, kind of like on the outside, like nobody wants to work with me, Aaron, it was like, no, I'm taking charge. You tell me what this information is or I'm going to put right, you right. out. <laughs> like, I was like, good for yeah. you, Aaron. I love, and she got the real information. He didn't right. lie to her because he can't right. keep a secret. <laughs> yeah, that lasted all of what, like five minutes and then everybody knew. Uh, so, so good. Yeah, so, all right. And that leaves us with Dylan. So I put... I put confessionals again, just because, oh, I mean, man. especially in the beginning, I, you know, those, you know, that one confessional that they've continued to use throughout the season. I mean, again, yes. Dylan's already a player, especially if he wins, but I think mm-hmm. the confessionals, you know, splicing those in. And again, I think we said in our first episode, we hope Dylan makes it really far because we want to see them in every episode. Yep. Um, so I put that, I think that it just adds this kind of level of comedy um, to the season, and uh, I feel I feel like Dylan is the perfect person to have have done that. I totally agree. Obviously, I think that is the thing you think of when you think of Dylan. But also, I specifically thought of the one where his roommate or somebody is in the room when he's trying to film a confessional, yes. and he can't get through <laughs> it, like because he can't stop, like he can't take it seriously right. enough to get through it. That for me, like. that's just funny. Mm -hmm. Like even out of context, if you showed that to somebody who didn't watch survivor, that would just be funny. Like the idea that he, like he can't get through it with a roommate in the room. It was so funny. It was so uniquely Dylan. It was so charming. Mm -hmm. Like it's so charming, so likable that I just think like you look at that and you're like, yeah, like this guy, you can see why people want to work with him. Mm -hmm. Why people want to keep him around you know, we even talked at the Sarah booth that it probably should have been Dylan at the Sarah booth because he's a much bigger threat than she was, right. had a much bigger social game than she did. But they didn't do it mm-hmm. because it's Dylan. Right. You're not going to vote him out. He's a silly fun guy. <laughs> so I totally agree. I think that's Dylan's signature thing. Signature montage moment. Yeah. Well, I'll, I hope he makes it to the finale because I hope they put a lot of those in there. And I could see also like him, him winning and then just at the very, very, very end, just throwing in one last one just to. Yeah. to wow. That was off. something. 
I would I would love that. It would be the perfect button to this entire season. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, another power rankings done. Mm-hmm. Heading into and the we finale. We are hurtling towards the end. Yeah. I am excited. Same. I'm I'm really looking forward. Anything could happen. Yeah. Who knows? You think one thing, you go into the Who episode knows? and literally it could, it's the complete opposite. So could be anything else. So <laughs> we are excited to talk about the end game with you. Um, but until next time, I'm Paul. This is Joe. And we will. And we'll say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was doing we, there. We're not even editing this. So this yeah, is this just is one take in. all the this way straight, straight through. Yeah, let's. So not? this is staying through. <laughs> um, thank you for listening all the way through. That was your treat for making it to the end of this podcast. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Hey, everybody. Bye.